All right, y'all. Well, I want y'all to open up your ears from uh, an advocate that I've been knowing for a long time out of Chicago, Dr. LaShawn Latrice. And and I wanted to bring her on the show to talk about child support. A lot of people been asking me, Tori, um, can you talk about the child support situation with the men, especially when men go to jail and are incarcerated for child support and then they still run the tab on them while they locked up? And, you know, we got to get to the root causes and, and some of these issues. And uh, child support is usually a tough issue to talk about. And a lot of people are suffering in silence. A lot of men are suffering in silence due to how they're being treated through the child support. So I want y'all to open up your errors for my friend. My fellow frontliner, Queen, Dr. LaShawn Latrice, out of Chicago, tap in. How you doing, Queen? I'm doing well. How are you, King? How uh, are you? Thank you, you so doing, much for Queen? having me on the show. Hey, now, we having issues with child support. And the thing is, is that a lot of men are suffering in silence because um, it's almost like a debt that they accumulate, especially if they go to jail and they still charging them every month and then they get out and it's kind of hard to dig their way out of that kind of debt. Can, can you can you like, you know, talk about child support and from your viewpoint? And, yeah. So um, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, just from your viewpoint of actually being out here dealing with these things. So this is an issue that is um, at the forefront of the conversation about what disproportionately affects uh, mostly black and low income non-custodial fathers. Child support enforcement does a number of different things that are damaging because if we look at the studies, they estimate that mostly affected are the low income black non-custodial families and it's disproportionately affecting, which makes it more likely that these men are poor, they're facing labor discrimination, and they also have limited networks that help them stay employed, which enables them or disables them to pay child support obligations. So when we look at these current child support enforcement policies, they are harming black people, black men, um, specifically low-income um, non-custodial fathers, and it negatively affects their children. And so this is a trickle-down effect. Not only can you be in prison for child support, but you can already be in prison on something else. And that tab continues to run, as you said earlier. And what we don't realize is it makes it almost an unachievable debt for them to pay. And so if policies are not put in place to assist these men, this is going to continue to be the thing that takes them the opposite direction of being productive in society. And it's also something that restricts them from actually being productive as far as building credit, things like that. It's like Absolutely. It's, a, it's the one debt that men have that affects them like no other debt that they have. Like it's almost ongoing regardless. And then it's like no way to try to uh, come to any resolve at many times where the child and the, the father's relationship starts to grow a huge strain because of it. Absolutely. And, um, and just in addition to what you're saying now, we can think about how these child support enforcement methods affect men. Um, it wreaks havoc on how they even are employed and the ability for them to save money. But it gives all of these different implications to let them 
use um, a collection method that causes them to be impacted on their credit, impacted in being hired at a job, it suspends driver's licenses, it denies professional licenses, and it intercepts your tax returns. So you place liens on individuals, they don't even have the ability to pull themselves up out of the debt because that lien is hovering over them. And so we're thinking about them being able to find employment. If you have a child support obligation or a debt outstanding, any sort of a rearage on your credit, most companies won't even hire you. Right. And see, that's a factor that many people don't ever discuss. Even I think that it affects some of the financial. If you want to get into the financial end of things, like being a broker or something like that, I think it comes up as far as like dealing with certain ideas, like as far as making like, let's say if I wanted to be somebody that broker things or, you know, be a stockbroker or somebody that handle finances that can actually stop you from doing that as well. That's right. Absolutely. It turns into um, a hindrance in your debt, and it also turns into a hindrance financially because the policies that are in place, it threatens the ability for these fathers to find and maintain even self-employment, adequate employment, any accumulation of any assets or wealth. All of that's impossible because that debt that's hanging over their heads is almost like a weight on them. So it has long-lasting economic and social repercussions that people never even think about. Now, this, of course, trickles down to how they deal with their children, too, because, number one, men need to feel as if they are doing what they need to do to uh, be proud and and to be fathers and certain role models. Now, just imagine the impact emotionally, psychologically on a man who cannot provide for his family because of this debt that's hanging over his head. Right. And it's like you want the man to work, but it seems like Child support does a lot of crippling you from actually getting good jobs. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the fact that that there's an ability for men to be incarcerated for these debts, that even supersedes all of this because one could already be paying a debt to society and then in turn come out, have another debt that involves child support or not be allowed to, to exit prison because now this is a new issue on top of the issue that they're already trying to resolve. And I've seen people get out of jail knowing that they cannot work, but the child support does not stop tattling, tallying. And then you have a, another, another issue with arrears. Absolutely. That's something Absolutely. that's extra tagged on to what you owe. And we know these arrears can get ridiculous because I was assisting someone. Um, I used to work with a fatherhood program for an agency here in Illinois. Um, and we were assisting these these men. And this particular case, um, this man got a job when he got out of jail. He had been gone away for a minute, but he tried to get a job so that he could take care of his obligations. He was hindered on his driver's license, so that was barrier number one. Number two, he had to show a letter to the employer, the potential employer, that he was going to be free of this debt moving forward. And imagine those type of hurdles when you're first cycling back into society. So it was damaging on two different ends because he was positive about exiting prison, but now here's this barrier that says, no, we can't hire you unless that's paid off. No, you can't get to your job because you can't drive. And so all of those things played a major uh, part. And I just watched how this crumbled this individual and it was disheartening. Wow. Once again, for y'all that's listening in, we're talking to Dr. LaShawn Latrice, who's a community psychologist out of Chicago 
who's also working on the front lines in the black communities trying to resolve some of these tough issues. And the one thing that I see when it comes to child support, a lot of men are suffering in silence. It's almost embarrassing to talk about the child support debt. And the other side of the coin, Tori, is that when we look at it from the perspective of the mothers who are waiting for this this form of support, they're not being told those barriers that exist that are hindering men from actually paying child support. So there's like an, another side to that where they feel like, okay, now this is going to affect how I allow them to deal with my children. Right. And it's their children. And what people don't realize is you don't have to pay to see your child. The child support is supposed to help that child grow and flourish and help the, the parent that is the custodial parent. But it's not necessary for that child to see his father. You can't really deny an individual from seeing their child because their child support is in arrears. And I've heard judges say this time and time again. That's why they're trying to revamp the system and change the wording of how they use custodial versus non-custodial and try to come up with parenting agreements so that both parties can contribute and even examine the root causes of why they may be behind on their child support. But it shouldn't impact the relationship that they're building with their child. All right. Well, when we come back, I want to talk about how people use child support as a weapon. Like when a guy gets a girl pregnant, she automatically says, I'm going to put you on child support. And it's like almost like a weapon that they use against the fathers, basically. But we'll talk about that when we come back. Y'all stay tapped in right here on Tory Lowe. You are listening to The Tory Lowe Show, and we bout that action on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Money. Big money, big money. Big money, big money. Big money, big money. Big money, big money. FM, Tory Lowe, Tory Lowe Show. It's Hometown Music Thursdays. Hey, we bumping the records, the hits from the city. Um, But on the lines, we got Dr. LaShawn Latrice from Chicago, who's a community psychologist, and she's standing on the front lines fighting against some of the many L's in the community. How you doing, Queen? I am well. Thank you so much. How are you, King? Fine. Now, we know that uh, the debt 
is a crushing debt to those that are in prison for men in prison. Child support becomes a crushing debt. And when they get out, they have limited opportunities to try to, you know, to thrive when they walk out. But a lot of it seems like over the years and when you watch Maury Povich and you watch all these shows and they say you're the daddy and, and all of a sudden they get to dance and they talk about now nah, you're going to pay child support. It's like they throw it in your face like it's actually like the kid is it's all about child support. When did it become a divisive idea, child support? It probably goes back so far. Um, I don't understand how um, we could move the concept of what it was entitled, it originally, originally designed to do, but to change it where it becomes now um, some form of weapon. And it also seems as if the children are, are victimized as well because they're used as a weapon. So when people start talking about child support as if it's a bad thing, the, 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 the the fact of the matter that people may have to use this remedy in order to get themselves in order to pay, there might be a way to equitably balance it where the father can take care of their child, make sure they have everything that they need. But when a mother decides to use it in that abusive type of way, Usually it's because it's to her advantage to either poison the minds of the children against the father to try to make them think that this is a bad person. And a lot of times it's usually their emotional disconnection to that individual right. that they've now put on the children. And and it seems like when and it, it seems like automatically the children goes with the mom through the court, like the mom becomes the person with the sole yep. custody and the dad is is left to try to provide or try to, and then it's kind of janky when them trying to visit the kids, and it's all based around child support. Almost it seems like it's like yep. it should not be based around. It should be based on the children having an equal balance of a man and a woman in their lives. Absolutely, absolutely. Because if we think about it, look at what happens in society when there is not a strong male presence in the in in their children's lives. We can look at it from five different perspectives and right. understand that number one, children are emotionally impacted because at some point they're looking for their father. At some point they're asking questions. They're wondering what what's happened. So could you imagine if all they've been fed is negativity about their father, and then right. they get old enough to understand? Um, it's it's victimizing the children, and unfortunately, it's cutting off that communication between what could be a relationship between a father and a child. Uh, but when a child gets older, they're more vocal about how they suffered in growing up without a father. So uh, when we talk about these child support issues and how a mother who might be a little jaded by whatever the situation has happened, they want to keep their child away from that father, but they want them to still pay child support, but they don't want to provide that doorway of um, communication between that child and that father. That's disheartening for us. And it seems like, you know, when you're an inmate or when you're in jail, you would think that they would kind of have a hearing to reduce some of the child support because you're not even able to even work. So how do you continue to have to pay this debt while you're locked up? You would think that they can, you know, kind of go along with what you're able to do, like work out of prison or kind of take the pressure. No, they continue to tally these numbers 
And it's just it's just it, you would think that there would be some kind of system in place to kind of balance out the efforts to make sure that it's not crippling on on the person that's incarcerated. And that's a good point, Tori, that you brought up. Um, so here in Illinois, they have a program called Clean Slate. I'm not sure if there's one uh, where you all are, but the Clean Slate program, I only know about it because I've worked with uh, men coming out of incarceration who have tried to, like, reconnect with their children. And um, it is uh, some policies that they put in place under the Illinois Department of Health Care and Family Services that is supposed to reduce the amount that parents owe to the state while encouraging them to make uh, their current support payments to the family. So this sounds like some legislation that has to be initiated by the elected officials that recognize that this is a true problem. And you know the only way to get that those measures in place is to get before those people who are very instrumental in making sure things like this happen. I know in certain states uh, this is a huge conversation, but in many states they don't talk about it at all. Right. And then men come out and they're, they're just hindered from every aspect, credit-wise, financial security, relationship-wise. They don't feel like they have much of a leg when it comes to speaking up to visit their children. So the visitation is usually cut off, and now the children are impacted. But if we can get before some of these legislators in these various states, especially like in Wisconsin, we can actually talk about these impacts of why these men are behind on their child support and what we can do to minimize or reduce the amounts that they owe or even stop the clock from ticking, stop the amount from increasing while they're inside of prison. Because we know prison wages are like pennies. Right. Like, why don't they adjust it to what they can make in prison? Absolutely. I agree. I agree 100 percent. Um, there is no way that someone can afford those type of uh, payments that they would be due if they were circulating in a regular because it's based on their employment history prior to being incarcerated. Right. So why wouldn't it be adjusted while they're incarcerated? Hey, especially when you got like five years, four or five years, you know, when, you know, that's just amazing how they uh, don't even know to do that. But, you know, when we're trying to repair the black community, the, the repair, the black man, the black woman and child, we have to talk about child support because child support is actually right in the middle of the setup to keep the families broken up as a divisive thing in our communities, Absolutely. which allows the, you know, what we call the white people in our business to stop us from actually getting things done as a family unit, whether we're co-parenting or just trying to raise our children without having the original person that you had the children with. There's many different style family style types in our communities, but it seems like there's a huge burden on black men uh and and and, I'm, and and some men are able to pay child support and salute to the brothers that are able to pay child support we're not we're not talking about that we're talking about the brothers that are coming out of mass incarceration that are coming out of uh, the prison system you know because we have huge uh mass incarcerated uh you know family members in our neighborhoods and in our in our system that's coming out of the system and they need help and they don't they want to talk about the child support, but it's kind of embarrassing. Absolutely. And, um, and just imagine it diminishes um, how a person's um, manhood is impacted. So so when we're thinking about them taking care of their responsibilities, we can't just assume that people don't want to take 
their responsibilities seriously. Most men want to take care of their children. And when it's, when it's set up that they, it's designed that they cannot, it almost causes a a retroactive issue because now you can't you can't take care of yourself financially, you can't take care of your child, and then you go and you try to get assistance, and now you have to knock all of these walls down to try to get some sort of help to show people, hey, I was in this place stagnant for this amount of years, this has impacted me, but now when I come out, it's all plastered over my credit report, it's on it's on on my background, it shows, it makes me look like I've, I've not been responsible. Like I'm a horrible a person. Absolutely. Once again, and we're that's, talking that's to horrible. Dr. LaShawn Latrice, who's a community psychologist out of Chicago, uh, fellow frontliner who's fighting some of the worst L's in our community. And I appreciate you for tapping in. Is there anything that you want the community to know about child support and actually how it's affecting black families. Yes. Um, I'm thinking about what kind of solutions can go forth because I know many people listening can relate to what we're talking about. Um, I think that realistically, um, once we approach our legislators, we need to talk to them about setting orders and what fathers can actually pay based on their current income, be it in prison, be it that they've been imprisoned and they've come out and these arrears are now more than they can afford for rent. I think that those need to be revisited, those policies that are in place they need to be revisited based on that and they need to stop incarcerating poor and unemployed men for having delinquent child support debt that's a major issue and and some states can actually forgive existing child support debt that is owed to the states and not to the children which would allow those payments that were attached to this attached to this individual to be deleted so that they can actually get back on track and and then let's take a step further and help fathers find and maintain employment so that they can adequately pay their child support obligations but make them more realistic so if we if we come together and unify, you know I'm all about unity and collaboration. Most definitely. I believe that this is something we could do jointly and we can all come together and push this legislation. And is this a matter of taxation without representation? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That goes beyond saying you already know most people don't even know that they can fight things like this. And then when they start fighting them, sometimes it's a little discouraging uh, when they run into certain situations and people start saying things to them like, well, you're the one who went to prison or how did you fall behind? Not recognizing every individual has their own situation. And if they're paying their debt to society, respect the fact that they're doing that, but they're also trying to get things back on track. Let's give them some credit for that facts hey once again dr lashawn i appreciate you for calling in and like i said i want to have many more uh, of these tough conversations when it comes to how the systematic ideas are affecting the black family the black man the black woman and child and some ideas of how we can get through this you know and i appreciate you for calling in it's always a pleasure no problem thank you so much king for having me god bless you and i'll talk to you soon God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. When we come back, we'll have more discussions right here on Tory Lowe. 